A very common thing that my five-year-old will talk to us about is his confusion with how someone that's shorter than someone else could actually be older than them. And he always asks me that. He will constantly associate, you know, couples who are married and say, okay, so that person's older than that person because they're taller. They keep growing, right? And then he gets so confused because I have a younger brother that's about a foot taller than me and he automatically assumes that he must be older than me but why am I why did I I stop growing because shouldn't I be getting taller and when I'm 100 will I be a giant and he he just can't understand it and it's the sweetest thing it's funny because I don't remember any of my girls ever being confused about that or caring or even thinking about it. But he, for some reason, thinks about it quite often. And he even said to me, an older person he knows, he said, do some people start shrinking when they get older? Do they start growing down? And of course, that one made me giggle. And I tried to explain to him, but you know, he was kind of stuck in his his thought process there. The point of sharing this story as the opening to this episode is just that I think we have so many things in our lives that are causing growth, that are stunting growth, that are making us regress. And our kids are living in the same world as us, yet they might see it completely differently, right? And they might not even know what is impacting them as a person in their emotional realm, their physical, their spiritual, their mental, whatever it is on a daily basis, all these things are coming at them and making them grow in a certain way. And do they see it? Do they understand it? Do we even understand it for ourselves? My goal for this episode is to have you sitting there right now, really evaluating these things wherever this episode finds you, on your walk, at your workout, folding your laundry, whatever it is, and give you some things to evaluate quickly in your own head and then take this conversation to your kids and your spouse and really just have a plan for what you are bringing into your family on a daily basis that makes you guys grow the way that you do and really focus on how you want that growth to happen and how fast you want it to happen in the direction you want it to go. Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to Families That Stick Together, just step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted, turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome, friend, with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, who loves to talk history facts with us, Jennifer Zumbiel. 
If you saw my social media post yesterday, you would know that I had taken a couple weeks off of all my responsibilities really from Together Moments. And that was over about a three to four week period. I didn't do this on purpose. It's not like I stepped back and said, hey, for the last couple weeks in March and the beginning of April, I am taking off. I didn't do it. Things came up, some projects at home, and my kids having their 11-day spring break. No, we did not go anywhere. We stayed home. But it was just some things happened, and I was like, you know what? I'm closing this laptop. I'm closing this planner. We're not doing it. I don't care about social media. I'll do the bare minimum to keep this business going, but I'm going to show up where I need to be, which is at home, in this home, under this roof, with these kids and this family. I have no regrets about that. Yes, I lost followers. My sales went down. My podcast downloads went down, which makes sense because if you are a regular listener, you know that I have not been regularly uploading these episodes to my podcast. But you know what? I don't care. I don't care if everyone out there on Instagram world in their little squares tell me I'm supposed to send out an email weekly and I have to post every day and I have to use these hashtags and I better keep my podcast going to keep my downloads up. I don't care. I needed to be present at home and I needed to show up for my family and not care about the other things. And you know what? I really didn't care about the other things. I believe that God has placed me where he wants me to be, and he will work out the details. Yes, I have to work hard. I have to show up, but he wanted me showing up in certain places that did not include opening all my technology pieces and, quite honestly, showing up for other families when I wasn't showing up for my own in the full way that I wanted to and that I knew I needed to be. So with that being said, I am coming off of about like I said, a three to four week period of rest, rejuvenation. I feel like I was just where I needed to be. I wasn't burning everything at every end. (laughs) And I, I just, I feel like I made really good decisions for our family. So it's a good place to be in. So showing up for this episode recording this week has got me thinking, you know what? I wanna talk about all these areas that we are letting pour into our lives that are growing our family, that are growing us as individuals and then growing us as a whole. Because we all know the truth is everything that's being thrown at us is having some kind of impact. And we all know that impact can be positive or it can be negative. Now, everything I'm talking about here is not earth shattering. It's not what we don't already know as an influence on us. But I think it is always so helpful to stop, pause, and look at these things again and really notice what kind of power we let them have over us and what it really is doing to shape us. One of our stickers in the Together for Date Night game that I really love, it's in the Circle of Trust category, it says this, it is said you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Do you fit this? I'm sure we can all agree that that statement is very true. Think of the five people that you go hang out with, that you have conversations with, 
that you let be around you regularly. You are going to become who they are. It's just a a matter of fact, really, because you'll start talking like them. You'll start having the same interests as them. You'll behave like them. I mean, think of any of our children, and we have all seen a situation where a friend has maybe led our child to do something that we don't quite approve of. Maybe it's a stranger at a playground. Maybe it's a person that they do spend a lot of time with. Whatever it is, we see that little impact in big or small ways. And we know that. We know that we become the average of who we spend time with. I want to take this a step further here and look at the other areas that we become the average of. As I was thinking about these and writing them down, I thought, oh my gosh, I can make probably a whole episode on each one of these and even break them down into like five different parts or whatever. But this is going to be fairly quick here so we can get through this episode and give you some things to just think about on your own and you can figure out what you would break all that down into, okay? We will unofficially call this list the six things that we should pay attention to because we might become the average of all the things on this list. I have no idea what else to call it. (laughs) All right, so the number one thing, and these are in no particular order, that I think we need to pay attention to is what about the average of where we spend our time? So of course, this could be anything, but just think about that. Where are you spending your time? What does your day-to-day look like? What are those 24 hours consisting of? If you went through the last seven days, the last 14 days, where is your time spent? Is it where you want to be? Is it always at work? Is it always in front of a screen? Is it at a park with your kids? Is it hanging around the dinner table as often as you want? Is it sitting down and playing on the carpet with them with a nice little board game? What about taking care of yourself? Are you taking enough time to exercise? I mean, the list could go on and on here, guys. We all know that. But what are you becoming if you become the average of where you spend your time? Are you happy with that? I'm going to say that also here. All of these are certainly going to be different because of different seasons of our lives. I know that. This is definitely to be looked at as a way to self-evaluate where you are right now. Are you making some good choices, some bad choices? Do you have a goal to change some of it if you're in a season you're not happy with? You know, just what's our ideal and where are we really and how do we kind of bridge the gap in between those two? The second point for that title that I can't remember of what this list is even called is what are we putting in our body? We're going to become the average of that Have you eaten all your kids' Easter candy? You're going to become that. No, I'm just kidding. It's okay. I have probably snuck about four Reese's eggs. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for dropping off 12 of them. Anyway, what are you putting in your body? It's definitely something to think about because we all know how good we feel about that. And I guess the second part of this would be what are we doing to our body? We will become the average of that. I have gone in a crazy habit of not working out as much as I used to. I have always worked out very, very consistently. And when our gym closed last year and I couldn't take Nathan to the daycare there, I was working out at home. It was awesome. I had a good routine down. Then I faded out of that. I don't know. It's all about routine with when it comes to that. But it definitely impacts 
what I become as a person. And I will become the average of what I'm doing to my body, what I'm putting into it. And, you know, I either like it or I don't, and I have to be the one to change it. And that's just the way it is. But I think I need to pay attention to it. Number three, what is going in our head? Because we will become the average of that. We know it's true. Whatever that TV show is, that book, the music choice, whatever it is, we're going to become the average of what goes in our head. So how are we spending our time on the couch at night? What are we watching? What podcasts are we listening to? Because we only have so many hours in the day and so many ways to get things put into our head. So are we using it carefully? Are we letting it influence us the way that we want it to? Yes, there is a time for nonsense coming into our head, for guilty pleasure things, for just mindlessly sitting there not having to think about anything serious, of course. But when it becomes a habit of all that stuff, I mean, are we going to be surprised who we turn into? It's just, it's a matter of fact here. The fourth thing is where are we getting our advice from? I think this is something that's very much overlooked sometimes. We don't see harm in watching certain things on the news or following a certain social media influencer or following an author. But the truth is that is who we will become. We will. And that is what will shape our thoughts and how we end up taking those thoughts and discerning that truth or non-truth and making an action statement with it within our family, within our community, within our circle, whatever it might be. Where is your advice coming from? If faith is important to you and raising your family on a foundation of Christian values, is that what you are letting influence influence you all is that message coming in enough for you to be proud of becoming the average of that who we want to become and what we want to be as a family does not happen overnight it just doesn't i mean it's not like i have to tell anybody that but we need to take time to see these things because a seven-day period of some bad influences isn't going to really do that much harm, probably. A 14-day period, we're getting into some, you know, more habits being ingrained. But going on and on in this direction and not being careful to monitor it is definitely going to shape us in a way that we might not be able to easily change and get rid of because we are so used to it. The fifth thing that we need to look at is what words are coming out of our mouths. So we've spent the last couple of things talking about what words are going in. What words are coming out? What word choices are we making? What is our tone of voice? What about the absence of words that we are not speaking? Because that certainly has an impact. What things are you letting into your day to let the words Are you creating moments in your day that allow you to sit down with your teenager, that give you time with just you and your spouse, that make you dig deeper and get past the surface and talk about what really matters? Because those one-word answers are not going to grow a relationship. They're just not. Talking about who's picking up your kids at soccer, who's dropping them off at their track meet or whatever is not going to grow that relationship solid. It is not going to shape you 
into what you want to become in that relationship. And the words that you choose to speak out loud, the tone of voice you use is going to it's going to define who you are because you're going to start believing it. If you think you always yell at your kids, then you are going to look at yourself as a mean parent. Whether you are or not, whoever instigates that, whatever that is, it doesn't matter. You start shaping who you believe you are. And it shouldn't be that way. We should have a bigger control over this and what is having power over us. So look at your words for the past day. Look at how you spoke and you communicated this morning, yesterday. What was a moment you're really proud of for working out the way you wanted? What are you regretting? Why do you regret that? Was there something you did that you could have done differently to not get to that point? Was there something you could have said that would change the situation? And for the things that you're super proud of, what can you do to make sure that continues to happen? Make that be such a stronghold in your day that it's commonplace, that those kind of words are spoken over and over. Hint, get a together game. Yes, this is a sales pitch. Go buy together for family dinner if you don't have it yet. There are 105 stickers in there that I guarantee all you do is peel them, you all. You just peel it and it makes the conversation happen. It makes the words flow and you get to the heart of what really matters really, really quickly because you're going to be talking about things that are like, hey, tell the youngest person how they were a good leader in their family. Share a risk you took that made you proud. Who in your family is the best at keeping secrets? All these things dive deeper. They build you up. They lead to conversation that matters and they make the words flow in the way that you want them to. Just give yourself a tool that makes this happen. And of course, there's together for date night to go through with your spouse because those are incredible. I know that the one relationship in all of our lives that gets put on the back burner, not because we want it to, but because we are so busy, is typically with our spouse. And we always think, it's fine. It'll be good. We'll pick up where we left off. And I pray that that is the truth for all of us, but I've also seen it go the other direction. And it's not good. And I think there are small steps we can all take take daily to keep it going, to keep it fresh, to keep the foundation strong. And I'm here to help you all with that. So yes, it's a commercial in the middle here. Go to togethermoments.com and I will ship that right out to you from my home in Kentucky. The sixth point about things we've got to talk about that are influencing us, that we are becoming the average of, is our environment. How does your direct environment right around you make you feel? Does it make you stressed? Does it make you feel chaotic? Does it make you feel peaceful? Does it make you feel calm? Is it comforting? What is it? Where are you placing yourself on a daily basis, which, you know, the the common things are our car and our home. What are those doing to impact us daily. You could also take it a step further and say, okay, where am I placing myself at my workout facility or at my friend's homes or the place I work or the the community places I visit, the parks I take my child to? Are these environments positive? Are we happy to become what they are? 
I'm sure your head is just racing on all these things as far as, okay, this is good. I'm doing great things here. I would like to change this. I think I need to reevaluate this. I want to do more of this. Whatever you are thinking about, here's what I want you to do with this information is write these things down. They are in the show notes. I'm putting my uh, unofficial title there. It'll probably be totally different because I don't even remember what I said at this point with my six points. And I want you to go through those with your child, with your spouse and with yourself again, and maybe as a whole with your family and just jot down the things that happen daily in those areas. And then see what is working well and talk about why, yeah, these things are kind of negative. Let's not let these have so much power over us. We will start looking at our world in this perspective because we're following this influencer or this news site or whatever it might be and talk a whole lot about this, the word choice that is coming out of our mouth and the spiritual influence we're going to have showing up because of what we're doing every day. I will tell you, I I started off this episode saying how I feel so refreshed. I came off a week stepping, or um, almost a month, stepping away from business responsibilities and things like that. And when I was thinking about these six areas and why I feel so refreshed and so good, um, it's because of how I've spent these last weeks. And let me preface all this by saying my business is good. My business, as far as like giving me good things in my life, it has set up an environment that's beautiful for me. It has given me people that have become most definitely who I want to be the average of. It's brought me really great friends that I've met just through Instagram. It has filled me with advice that I get from very good influencers I follow and let let into my head. So my business has nothing negative. It's just God needed me to be with my family in this little tiny season. And that was so good for my soul. But when I monitor all this in light of my business, I see exactly all the good things that come from my business. And I want to keep it that way. And I want to highlight that and focus on that. And I want to extract the things that aren't good within there. But I want to tell you a couple things that I spent the last weeks doing. So my head was filled with a lot of Jesus, which was awesome. It was Holy Week. We spent a lot of time at our church. We spent a whole lot of time praying together as a family just focusing on our faith. And that is so important to our family. I know you all know that, but it really grounded us and it built a foundation that I want to keep going. It added to it. It made it stronger. And we as a family know what we stand for when we go do those things together. So I'm proud to become the average of that. I was with my kids 24-7 the last 11 days because they had spring break and I made it a point to go to really fun parks around town, go on bike rides, go to lunch together, took them swimming at some indoor pools. I was with them 24-7 and it was awesome. I love that time period. My oldest is going to high school and I don't have a whole lot of those days left. You know, she's still at the age where parks are fun because she has younger siblings to play with who think it's fun. And it is awesome to watch those sibling relationships. So being with them and being placing ourselves in environments that were 
fun and that just fostered our relationships to continue to have fun in that moment was amazing. We had to take care of a lot of house projects. And you know what was awesome about that was we reached some family goals together and we made our house super clean, which made my environment really welcoming and made me want to sit down and play games with my kids and do art projects with them and just sit down and talk because I didn't see clutter around my house. I hardly did anything online. So that was awesome because I felt the freedom of not, you know, scrolling. The point is that I I noticed what I was spending my time on and it felt good. So I'm going to go over those six points again. And I know I keep hounding this point, but we will become the average of not only who we spend our time with, but how we spend our time and how we let it and all the factors in our day shape us. And we will grow up or we will grow down or we will stay stagnant. And I'm pretty sure we all want to grow up and grow more solid foundations for our family, for ourselves, but we have to stop and pay attention to what is even throwing seeds at us and what we are allowing into our soil. I don't think raising strong families is easy at all, but I do think it's very easy to say yes to some things and no to other things and make sure we have a whole lot of control over that. We are the keepers of all the moments in our family. We are the keepers of our families. And in 20 years, are you going to be proud of who your family has become because of what you've allowed in? These are the six things, again, to look at for your own family. Check out the average of where we, one, spend our time, two, what we put in our body and what we do for our body, three, what goes in our head. That's from the books, the TV, the social media. Number four, where do we get our advice Where is that coming from? The news, the influencers, the authors we're reading, the people that we hang out with and let influence us. Number five, what words come out of our own mouths? How are we strengthening communication and really helping that grow? And number six, how does our environment make us feel? What are we allowing ourselves to be immersed into? I hope this episode helps encourage you and makes you feel like you have a great plan for your family continuing to grow strong. And I also hope that you will find some much needed rest in extracting out those things that you don't want so much of in your life and letting the other really good things be showered down and just fill your family with so much goodness. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, take time to gather together to grow and speak the words that matter.